I'm Jess. And I'm Mackenzie. And welcome to Lady Bits and Giggles. For the next 30 minutes, let's put our phones on D&D because we will not be texting our ex-boyfriends. It is girl time. Oh, absolutely. Am I starting it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you stopped it again. We're going. Uh, hello, everybody. How are y'all doing today? I hope you're doing fabulous, fantastic. Uh, we are posting this on... Tuesday or Monday night. I might edit these tonight. That's, I'm not quite sure. That's, yeah. Good Monday luck. Monday night or Tuesday night. We'll see. One of the two. Uh, but we hope your day is going well. It's the start of spring break. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Are we not, not tag teaming this right now? You're just going to leave me hanging? <laughs> I just wanted to see how long you could go. <laughs> I'm putting this in. Like, we're not restarting this. <laughs> she did a great job. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so last... Where, where's my co-host? Yeah, so sorry. I just wanted to see how long we could get Jessica going before she got awkward. Um, uh, but... It was 30 seconds. I, that, was a, that was longer than I was expecting. Oh, thanks. Normally, there's, like, this awkward, like, we look at each other and you're like, okay, <laughs> please, please say something. I just get... This is our sixth episode, y'all, and I'm still not used to it. She's doing great. But she is right. Spring break is starting. And then in honor of spring break, like we promised, we're coming in with all things waxing and skincare tips, which this probably <laughs> won't really matter to any of the men out there listening. So sorry, I'm reliving the beginning. Of this <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway, keep going. Keep going. But before we get started on all that, we did have a listener send in a question. She made a really great point. She was mm-hmm. like, hey, like, you guys are talking about all this stuff, but what if I don't really want to do this alone? Like, what if I want to experience so-called hot girl summer, spring break, whatever, with friends? How do you guys make friends? Mm-hmm. I, uh, I try to think about how to answer this question, and I think it's kind of a hard question to kind of answer, at least in my opinion. Yeah. Um, just because, like, I think back in, like, a lot of my friendships – have been because of other people I guess and just kind of connections I mean that's how friendships are usually always revolved around I know sometimes people um if they're having trouble making friends they'll go on like the like tender there's like a place where you can like select like friends instead of dating and you can make friends through tinder and stuff that See, way and i didn't know that i knew about bumble friends but maybe tinder... it was bumble but okay. i don't know if tinder hopped on that it's been a very long time since my yeah, bumble dating tinder. apps yeah. yeah but i know in those apps there's been like friend options um so i encourage y'all as i'm sure there's been a lot of people that have had a lot of luck with those apps I kind of encourage y'all to kind of veer away from that just because I think a lot of your true friendships are going to be through other friendships or connections that you make and just kind of like the very raw um, interactions that you get with people on the daily um, versus just a phone because it's very easy to just make a friend on an app or through social media at some points and kind of be disregarded because it's from a phone, people can put their phone down. Stuff like that versus, don't get me wrong, there's been some people that have had very successful relationships with that and friendships. I just, in my personal experience, haven't had any luck with that. See, I I don't know. I've never made friends off an app, but I've had, like, connections with girls, like, where we're social media friends. And mm-hmm. it's like we're commenting on each other's stuff. And then it's like, okay, hey, let's go grab a drink. Let's grab coffee. And then we're fine. And, like, that has developed into a really fun and cute friendship. Um, I have made friends through 
through friends. My only thing about that is we're like, you're saying, hey, make all these connections through other people. It's like if I introduce a friend to another friend group, that friend group is not obligated to be their friend. So I think there's like a really fine line of forcing friendships. Mm-hmm. And then I know me personally, if somebody tries to force themselves on me, like I, I do just get the absolute ick and I mm-hmm. want nothing to do with you. Because if you smother me, like I'm out, I, I like my personal space and my time. So I think it's all about, hey, like finding, finding a common interest and talking about it. And you, in order to make friends, I think you have to be okay with being rejected. Like if you're constantly seeking friends and validation from other people, there's already kind of a like misunderstanding taking place that these people are supposed to be filling some aspect of your life. And that like, that's just not healthy. So I think there's like a, I don't know. It's a good question because we could go on, I feel like, for a really long time. Mm-hmm. I definitely, and I encourage y'all to, like, if there, if someone's not putting the energy into the friendship, then I think, obviously, people go through seasons of life where sometimes maybe their cup is completely empty, where maybe they can't fill your cup, or they can't put a lot of energy into a certain friendship, and I think that just goes all around for the people in their lives. However, I think if you can, like, clearly see that like it's a one-way friendship and they're not putting in that effort or they're just completely disregarding you or being on the toxic side of things then like I would maybe kind of reevaluate maybe that relationship and friendship yeah and it, it comes down to you know I don't this is like more kind of almost talking about negative side effects of friendships but it's mm-hmm. Like, if they're possessive and, like, Mm -hmm. that gets really weird and Mm -hmm. you don't owe people anything and they don't owe you anything back, it's very much so a give-and-take relationship. And you, I personally, my, I guess, advice would be, like, it is okay and, like, you should, you should welcome rejection because you will, at some point in your life, find a really strong community. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it is just, like, hey... I'm Mackenzie and you know I I see your post or I see something and I'd really like to be friends like if you ever want to go grab dinner or or hang out and I have Mm -hmm. girls all the time uh message me and ask me and like some of them I've been really bad about getting back to and it's not a personal thing it's just sometimes life is hard to balance but Mm -hmm. I always I think that's fine I think a lot of fun friendships can happen that way and then if you happen to meet other people through said person then that that's even better because then you know you guys are all similar in a in Mm -hmm. a sense yeah and I and I'm the type to like I just personally haven't found anything through the social media. Like, unlike you, like, I'm glad that you yeah. had a really positive experience through that. Um, I just, on my level, I personally haven't, and that's okay. Um, when I form that community with people, like, outside uh, of, like, the connections that I already have or my friends, like, like I wouldn't have met Mackenzie had I not had been friends with, with Mitchell. With Mitchell. And yeah. I, the only reason why I'm friends with Mitchell is because of my old job. And so that's kind of what developed into, like, that friendship. It was, like, a situational thing. So got a job, met Mitchell. A couple years later, met Mackenzie. And because of Mackenzie, I met Aubrey and all these other friends um, through that. And I think part of the reason why I connect so well is because I think I already know that there's that common interest. Yeah. Where we already have something kind of in common. And I think that's why it's a little easier because, like, yes, I was homeschooled and, yes, I'm I'm pretty social and I can talk to strangers and stuff like that and I can create conversation, but I still get major social anxiety. Mm. And so just because it's like, I don't want people to think like, oh, like she's very, as I am now, yeah, Yeah. awkward. And just like, 
not I'm not the best with my words and stuff like that and so it's just I always think that people see that and I always have that question in my head of like oh my gosh they know I was homeschooled or oh my gosh like yeah it turns into a negative thing um but I encourage y'all to like Mackenzie said find that common interest and just kind of build from there and relationships don't happen overnight and you just you gotta build yeah and if, if they do that's great too and it's one of those things like if you like somebody and you're having a hard time making friends, like it, I think it is okay for you to be honest and say that and just like, hey, I'm, you know, I see you and your friends going out all the time. I would really love to hang out with you guys at some point. And it, it, it's, it's one of those things, like I've had conversations with friends who have social anxiety that I, like they get kind of nervous when I invite, in, invite them places or introduce them to groups and I'm like, hey, if you like me, then you would probably like the people I hang out with. And, like, you should just trust and know that I would never put you in a situation where people will be mean to you. Mm-hmm. So just keep reaching out. And I, I promise at some point, like, you will find a group of people worth your time and who respect you and want to love on you and be your friend. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, kind of getting into today's topic, because that was yeah. a fun little tangent to yeah. start out. <laughs> yeah. um, I uh, guess we're going to get more into the hot girl summer Ooh, yes. topics. Uh, and today we're talking about the painful Waxing, experience. Yes. yes. So my dear friend Hannah uh, kind of sat me down and gave me all the 411 on your waxing needs, which if you're not waxing, that's totally fine. If you're interested about it or scared or whatever, I get waxed. I've made Jessica try and get waxed a few times. I've gone and, once. And yes. Don't get me wrong. I liked the end result. I just, you know. The during, the during is like rough. Yeah. The during stuff. And I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh yeah, it doesn't hurt because it does. It wasn't even so much like, like, yes, obviously like it did hurt, but like it wasn't the pain aspect. It was just like, I know it's their job to get down yeah. under there and do what they do. I just, I don't know. I'm very insecure about what's down yeah. there. <laughs> Close your eyes. Yes. Yeah. So Hannah is great. She actually owns a salon in Frisco or not owns, um, but is in a salon suite in Frisco and you can find her on Insta at waxed by Hannah and mm-hmm. she'll, she'll give you guys more and you can ask her, but what she kind of gave me. So for waxing tips for your first time, she said it was really important to, sorry, Brooks. Drinking, drinking water. water. <laughs> Hot girl summer for Brooke. Yeah. Um, Stay to, hydrated. Yes. To take Tylenol and not Advil. And she also really touched on the fact of like how important it is to exfoliate beforehand and wear loose clothing. She also said no caffeine one hour before your wax, which kind of blew my mind because I'm a caffeine addict and I probably drink, I mean like Diet Coke, energy mm-hmm. drinks, coffee. So sometimes I kind of think like, wow, I wonder if Maybe if I stop drinking caffeine so much, if my waxes will hurt less. Is it, if, does not drinking caffeine make it hurt less? Yeah, less? I think caffeine probably makes it hurt more. Because it, like, heightens whatever. Yeah, hmm. I, which is a really, yeah, which I probably would have never thought about. So, I'm glad she explained that. I have so many questions just from that one I know, yeah. I would send, alone right there. Send her a DM <laughs> on Insta. And then for people who get... Uh, wax all the time which some of this stuff was kind of new to me as well she said like hey make sure you're exfoliating two to three times um, between waxes don't pick at ingrowns avoid shaving Mm -hmm. which that is true I have shaved in between waxes and then my next wax was awful like it it hurt worse it took like it was harder for the hair to be pulled out and then you're sitting there in the most uncomfortable butterfly position 
trying to have this hot wax ripped off your body and it's just not working. See, I, I'm a shave kind of girl. I'll do that all, take it by. Uh, (laughs) But, uh, you're kind of getting both aspects from someone who doesn't wax versus someone who get waxes like, what, weekly or every other week? I'm, uh, every four weeks. Oh, okay. So the more you, then that's the cool thing. So the more you wax, the thinner the hair goes back and the lighter Mm -hmm. in color. See, I don't care how light, how thick, how whatever. If there's something there, it's mm-mm, it's, it's coming sh- off. Yeah, I just I don't like. So do you shave every day? Not every day. Uh-huh. Down there, not every day. Okay. I also have a long distance boyfriend, so you know it's not really needed. <laughs> PG thirteen content. Yeah. Uh, as for my legs, though, because that's something that I have. Like I would consider getting my legs waxed. Okay. And that's just because of the fact that like, because like even during the summer, I don't really go swimming all that that often. I'm not really in a bikini very much. Um, but for my legs, I do shave my legs like every day to every other day. See, I actually can't wax my legs. So the antihistamine in my skin just gets so pissed off that I can't wax my legs. So I've had my legs sugared, which is different and Mm -hmm. that's better. I prefer waxing bikini Brazilian and then sugaring legs, but I've also had my armpits waxed. One time I let her wax my nose, which was just a weird experience. It wasn't needed, but she was like, you want to try it? I was like, sure. And I did it one time and that was it. Mm-hmm. And then she also said that it was important to keep up with your four to six week waxing schedule. So it, it's important to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it makes a difference in, in your waxes. Mm-hmm. So some of that stuff was new information. Some of it wasn't. But as somebody who shaves, do you have a specific, like, do you do that ball trimmer? trick have you like seen girls on tiktok ordering ball trimmers to shave my first reaction to you saying that was uh i'm a lady i don't have those i know but if, like if it can <laughs> this is such a weird podcast for us to be doing right now i can't wait for somebody to be like um so i heard your podcast but Hi, mom. yeah i know my mom listens our guy friends listen which they have all kinds of comments all the time but yeah yeah i'm like if it can trim a man Without cutting, I think it would be fine on I ice. haven't looked. I'm just a razor kind of gal. I do use men's razors versus okay. girls because I don't think I'll... Because I, I've noticed that girl razors, they have like... Okay, so guy razors and girl razors, they both have that like soft little like gel thing yeah. on the razor, right? Yeah. So girls, I think that they put like some sort of fragrance, at least from what I've seen on packages. Mm-hmm. And my skin's very Sensitive. sensitive. And when, at least anywhere that I've shaved, it's more sensitive because, you know, I've taken a razor to my skin uh, with fragrance. Um, now, if I were to put that, like, fragrance stuff on my arms or whatever, perfume, like, it's not going to be as bad. But my skin, when I shave it, it's obviously very uh, sensitive. So when I use those, it's just not the best. Like, I can't even, I don't even use shaving gel hardly at all. And yeah. If I do, I use guys. Um, or I just try to get fragrance-free. Um, but usually I'm, I'm a girl that I use like no fragrance like hair conditioner or yeah. like my dove body wash like, yeah I live by that um and then or i'll use baby oil because yeah. baby oil helps a lot yeah but I always use men i found it's called i think they just rebranded a little bit because okay. it's kind of hard to find but i you can get the razor at ulta or you can get it on amazon i use the us razor and it's actually oh, okay. it's for both uh, male and female mm-hmm. and I love it like I've seen a huge difference like I used to be the type where I have to shave like every day now I can go like two days and you're fine and I'm yeah. fine which is I 
have dark, thick hair. So you can imagine. Which is so weird because like this, like she's saying, hey, don't drink any caffeine. But there are lotions and stuff for like your legs that have caffeine in it. And caffeine is actually supposed to be like a hair minimizer. Hmm. So that's super interesting. I think I want to look, look into that more. But then Hannah also. So many questions. I know. Wait, wait, maybe we should have done more research, but I'm I just don't, nah, shooting we, from I mean, the hip. We're, we're, we're new to this. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. So she also said to keep in mind, like, hey, no sex, gym, swimming, or baths for 24 hours after waxes, which also just reminded me, because you talked about baby oil. If you are shaving and you put baby oil on afterwards, for all of my active men and women out there, sexually active, baby oil will disintegrate a condom. So if you're putting baby oil on and then you're meeting up with your whoever, just keep that in mind that that does, that will break a condom. I'm glad I only use it while shaving. I don't use it on after because then my legs are way too slippery. I so, yeah. crisscross too many, too Oh yeah, you're like slipping like, around I'm, and exa- sweating. Exactly. Yes. So I just use perfume. Perfume. <laughs> not, <laughs> definitely not perfume. <laughs> I feel like I would so bad. <laughs> really like to torture myself yeah (laughs) (laughs) self-loathing i'm I'm sorry what's going on anymore (laughs) come to tapes (laughs) all right this podcast is making me very uncomfortable today (laughs) (laughs) look the the you guys asked for this content Anyways, you also talked about Dove. <laughs> Focus. Dove body wash, which Jana, my esthetician, actually loves Dove body wash. So that was kind of funny that you said that. I, yeah, it just uh, makes the skin so soft. It's skin approved. Yeah, and I, like, I have pretty, like, my, I have dry skin, I think, for the most part. Okay, My yeah. face is kind of, like, it's both um, oily and dry, primarily yeah. more on the dry side, but still. Um, but my body is like, I'm ashy all the time. And so I am too. Do you think that has anything to do with our tattoos? I don't know. I think it's just cause maybe I'm just not drinking enough water. Oh, well, <laughs> cause which I've been doing better about. And I've been, I have noticed a difference both in like my skin and yeah. like my energy even throughout the day. And I have tummy problems. So that's also been helping like a lot with my oh, bloating. Okay. So I'll, especially I'll drink water before I go to bed and when I wake up. Like, when I wake up, I'll have a glass of water with my coffee. Um, sorry. <laughs> I'm doing the tap thing again. All um, I see is our, like, sound thing. It's, like, skyrocketing every time Jessica slams her nails down on this counter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which not even that long, I feel like. No, but, not. Um, sorry. I'm a fidgeter, so. I need, like, one of Joey's fidget spinners or, like, one of those, like, rings that, like, people, like, have when they have, like, anxiety mm. and they... Would you be able to focus if you had one of those, though? You think you could do that and focus on a conversation at the same time? I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. That's my answer is no. <laughs> so, but see, yeah, I have dry skin. And then my, my face, though, my T-zone is really oily. Mm-hmm. But then I also struggle with hormonal acne. So if you know me personally or you don't know, that's something that I'm very welcoming and and enjoy talking about because like for so long I was so insecure and bothered by it and I was struggling with getting on birth control for it and then getting off and just I was so embarrassed and I'm just now at a point where like I don't really wear makeup anymore like I just don't care and so I do see an esthetician and she's located in 
Carrollton in like Castle Hills at Generation Salon and her name's Jana. So you guys can go and see her. But she has really helped me with my skin. I get a facial about once a week or once okay. every other week. And then I do. How long do those take? Just out of curiosity. About an hour. Okay. So and like and I think people hear facial and they think they're super relaxing and like I they're not always like she'll clean my face like we'll wash it and then she'll do extractions so she like puts my face under this really big bright light and covers my eyes and she every single whitehead blackhead blemish she's getting out of my skin so sometimes it's not pleasant and there are weeks where my skin is worse than others mm-hmm. but then she'll wash it again we'll put a mask on. And then I've also invested in, like, a high-frequency machine, which will kind of, like, uh, clean the bacteria out of your pores and out of your face, Mm -hmm. which you can also, fun fact, use that for hair growth. So if you're somebody Mm -hmm. whose hair's thinning, you can get a high-frequency machine and just run it on your scalp, and it'll help with Mm -hmm. new hair growth. Which, yeah, so I'm like, I've learned so much from her. Okay, let me ask you this. How much does it usually cost on average for a facial? I don't know. So I'm sitting here promoting her, and I don't know her prices. That's awful. But well, like an average price. Like, I would I would assume maybe like anywhere from sixty to a hundred, depending on what you're okay. getting done. Because I've also had dermaplaning done, which is like they take a blade and they scrape off all your hair, or like not your hair, but your peach fuzz, dry skin, all of that off your face. Mm-hmm. And then I've had microneedling done, which they run tiny little needles over your face. So I've had that done, which that's really good for discoloration. It's for smaller pores, for fine lines, because, like, I've had it done on my forehead because I'm a super expressive person, and I just get those wrinkly forehead moments. I need one. I need that. Yeah, it's like Botox before I need Botox, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. But she's really helped, and she kind of sat down, and I asked her, like, hey, what would you tell people getting ready for summer? Like, what would you think? And she obviously recommended seeing an esthetician not even for a facial or product but just having them look at their skin because she was like a lot of people think that their skin's dry or oily and it's actually not so then we're constantly using the wrong products which will contribute to acne Mm -hmm. if you're someone who struggles with acne okay well I just asked because like I kind of am tempted to not go to her just because of the fact that like my skin like I feel like my skin's like I'm I'm happy with my skin I definitely want to do things like like you're saying, like with the wrinkles and yeah. stuff like that. Like I want to kind of prevent that because I'm kind of looking into Botox because I'm like, yeah. yeah, I need it real bad right now. Like a month ago, I was like, I don't need it, and I looked in the mirror and I said, I need it. I know. I have yeah. I have a I have a wrinkly forehead. It's from all my facial expressions. It's what I get for like making faces. At yeah, people. No, I'm the same way, and I also feel like I've like I have really large pores. Mm, yeah, I do and too. So it's like I like that's like the first thing that I look at like in pictures of myself and stuff and so I just I want to kind of get her take on that yeah she would be great she she's definitely helped me a lot we don't do anything crazy as far as like products or over excessive stuff like I don't do chemical peels or anything like that it's mainly just like washing my face and getting that stuff Mm -hmm. out of it which she said at home if you wash your face with warm water um, while you're getting all soapy, that'll open up your pores and get all the junk out and then rinse it with cold water to close the pores again. Mm-hmm. So that was helpful. And then she also said to avoid overwashing because she's mm-hmm. like, you could wash your face two times a day and sometimes that's overwashing. Really? Which I thought was so surprising because I see all the time people talking about double cleansing. 
Because mm-hmm. I'll use like uh, this. What is it? Cere- yeah. Cerave. Well, she loved those products. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I. Uh, that's one thing that I bit. I, I when I started using, I've been using that product for now over a year, and I noticed a big difference because I used to use Neutrogena. And I used to love Neutrogena, and I switched, yeah. and I was like, I hate Neutrogena now. Yes, um, yeah. But I switched over to that, and I'll wash my face, like, in the shower in the morning, because I take a shower just to, like, rinse my body off in the morning every day. It's kind of like yeah. the coffee in the morning, and it's nothing intense, you know, shave my legs every day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's really all I'm doing in there. And then um, I'll just, like, quickly wash my face, um, and then... I'll get out of the shower and then like I'll either put makeup on or I just won't put put makeup on kind of whatever I'm doing that day. And then if I, at least if I've had makeup on, then I'll wash my face that night just to kind of get all the makeup off and stuff like that. But I want her take on like, what's the best way to take makeup off? Like what products to use for that? Because I feel like that's what's being left over on my skin is like that yeah. leftover yeah. makeup that maybe I'm just not getting out of completely. See, and I guess when I, so I use an oil to remove my makeup and then I go in with, um, the CeraVe, is it CeraVe or CeraVe? Mm-mm. Interesting. I go in with their makeup wipes or their facial cleansing wipes. Cause I just feel like they're not as like harsh on my skin. Cause the Neutrogena ones burn my face. Like, when, every time I use those, my skin just burns. Mm-hmm. And then I will use my face wash on my face, but then on my eyes, I use baby soap to, like, get all of the, like, mascara and stuff off. Like, baby soap or baby oil? Baby soap. Okay. Um, Yeah, baby soap. And then after that, I'll put on a toner, and then I'll do my serums. So, like, I'll do my vitamin C or my retinol, depending on what day it is or how I'm feeling and then I have like an acne control serum that I'll Mm -hmm. do and then I'll do a moisturizer Mm -hmm. so I do it is one of those things I do pride myself in here recently is like even when I'm drunk like I will go home and do my entire Mm -hmm. face wash regimen I I feel like that makes us kind of like really cool adults yeah I know like we're grown up it's super serious we're responsible even when we're drunk uh that's a complete lie anyway so I have been doing the same thing. Like, I, I do, like, I'm very religious, especially, like I said, like, if I'm wearing makeup. Um, I've also been really into eye creams lately because Ooh, yeah. I am don't want wrinkly eyes Yeah. Because I'm like, again, I'm like, I'm already getting those. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to be 25 this year. No. Quarter life crisis. I know. It's not a good time. Although, as much as stress and as so far as this year has gone of 2022 where I feel like it would be so easy to say my life is crumbling right now and I'm going through such a big crisis and I just trust me like there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes that I won't get into today that has had me kind of self-defeating yeah I've just had this gut feeling that this year is going to be my best year yet. Yeah. Still. And Which that's we saw kind of today. I won't spoil your news on yes. the... Yeah, but... <laughs> we'll yeah. see what happens. We have them... I have a meeting with someone on Friday, so if things go well, we'll see. Um, but y'all keep that in your prayers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Manifesting. March manifest. Yes. <laughs> I don't really believe in that. I don't know why I said that, but here we go. Well, okay. So I uh, kind of getting into this. So I don't know if y'all heard, but we had gone to church a week or two ago. Um, yeah. And we had both gone to experience new things. Experience new things. Experience new churches. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was like, where's this going? <laughs> new things. Yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, we had talked about it on, I think it was like the previous podcast. Um, and in that sermon, they had also mentioned like, oh, if you think about it, 
then you're going to eventually do it. And if you do it, or if you think about it, you're going to say it. And if you're going to say it, you're going to do it. Then if you're going to do it, you're going to, like, all this basically manifesting is what it was and mm. boiled down to. I forget. I'll have to find, like, the proper terminology, and I'll say this on the not, ne- not next podcast. On <laughs> 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 a stroke. Yeah. Uh, on the next podcast, I'll have to find it for y'all. Um, but I thought it was very interesting because I was like, at the end of all of that, of what he said, I was like, that's kind of manifesting it into making it happen. I think, which I don't think manifesting is. No, it's not biblical. No. Yeah. But like, I think I just thought it was interesting how it was kind of like. I will say like, I'm not big on manifesting in that aspect of like, where people are constantly like, oh, you can talk something into your life. I will say though, your self-talk and. And just how you view the world does actually affect it. Mm-hmm. So, like, even, like, if you have a problem with somebody, everybody is you pushed out. And they are going to show up on how you see them. So, if you're like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to see so-and-so. They're so annoying. You already have that notion in your head that, like, they're annoying. No matter mm-hmm. if they're being annoying or not, you're thinking they're annoying. Mm-hmm. And that happens every day. Like, how you view your life is is so important of, like... And I don't want to, like, discredit anybody's hard times or, like, how you just said, like, hey, there's a lot going on. But, like, even bad days are are really such a luxury. Mm -hmm. And... I think they make you appreciate the good ones. Yeah. And so I don't necessarily believe in, like, writing a boy's name down on a paper three times and being like, oh, my gosh, like, he's going to love me. But I do think how you talk and how you view your life and Mm -hmm. how you decide to view pain and purpose and... Mm-hmm. And, and I, your goals, I think I do do think that matters. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how I consider like manifestation because sometimes I like me and my uh, friend Sylvia, like we'll text each other back and forth, and sometimes we'll be going through a crisis and we're venting to each other, and we're like, "Hey, we need to manifest manifest better positive thoughts." Yeah. Or we're gonna manifest for this to happen, and like we're gonna have hope. It's kind of like our way of saying like we're gonna have hope in this. Yeah. And, um, that's kind of how I view manifesting. It's just like a what is it millennial way of saying hope even though hope's a lot shorter to say are we mil- are we millennials I, I thought we were i thought we missed the i i think i missed the cut by like a year or two what you're 96 i'm 97 oh wow i tried to make you a lot older than you are that's fine i'm pretty sure i'm the old one of the older ones in the group aren't i millennials are n- oh wait oh i didn't miss the cut are 1994 so we're Gen Z. Ew. We're I'm first to the generation. Yeah, we're Gen Z. No, I'm still going to say I'm a millennial. Is there an in-between the two? I don't know. I don't know how we got on this from waxing and facials, <laughs> but here we are. And I guess we could just spin it like this, you know, to, to wrap it up. Is Jess and I are manifesting wonderful, fun, free summers and spring mm-hmm. breaks for all of you. Yes. Um, before we wrap things up, uh, kind of going into, I guess since we're kind of talking about hair and skin and everything, yeah. I did want to do a quick little shout out oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. to, uh, Parlor 11. So if y'all saw our Instagram stories, which if you're not on our Instagram, go follow us now. Um, it's just Lady Bits and Giggles on Instagram. Um, same with our TikTok while you're at it, if you want to follow. Um, but I had collaborated with Parlor 11, um, last Tuesday and, I uh, wanted to ask them, too, like, what their take was on 
some products that they loved, and so they mentioned products that they liked on our Instagram. Um, yes. And I think I posted that. I think I saved it in our reels, if I'm not mistaken. If I didn't, then I might repost what they all said, slash maybe put something together to post on that, um, of just, like, their favorite products. I can't remember off the top of my head which ones they said that they enjoyed, but I'll put something together and put that on there for y'all, so that way you can just screenshot the products and then go from there. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to kind of give them a shout out they obviously are a hair salon uh, my friend Chris actually dyed my hair while I was there and they did a fabulous job my experience there was impeccable um I have and this is just coming from a first like I've never gone to anybody other than my sister my sister has done my hair for uh, uh yeah since I was like 13 14 like I started getting my hair done at like 13 14 and so I've never gone to anyone but her I've never let anyone cut my hair do my hair color my hair nothing and so, Chris, I let her <laughs> dye my hair for the first time ever um, at for someone new since my sister. And so, she did a fabulous job. Yeah, it looks and really I good. I feel like a bad bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so, You're like, here um, it is. Yes. And what was cool, though, too, is that Carissa, so she um, had to run a quick errand while my hair was being processed because my hair was, like, being colored for a while because your hair has to sit, obviously. And just the team effort in that salon to make sure, like, I was always constantly being, like, being taken care of, that I was always okay, that, um, like, when it was time to be washed, they were like, okay, like, we're going to wash you. Like, yeah. they, like, it was a very luxury, like... Type experience. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the salon itself is just so cool inside. Like, the, the way it's, like, set up, like, the aesthetic of everything, so cute. And like I said, the girls were just so sweet, like... Yeah. They're our age, like, and I was like, oh, I don't want someone, like, I, to be honest, I didn't want someone our age, like, doing my hair, because I was like, maybe they don't have a lot of experience, mm. but then I was like, you know what? But they know what, owner, yeah. Like, that's a slap in the face back to me, because I'm like, dang, I don't want someone thinking that of me. And you yeah. know what they did? They did a damn good job. Yeah. And they, they probably knew. They, like, knew mm-hmm. what was important, or what looks good, or what the trends are, and mm-hmm. I will say, I don't, I don't know if that salon offers this, but one of my favorite things, summer and springtime, are Brazilian blowouts. They do do that. See, and those, those are expensive. I don't want everybody to be like, oh my gosh, Mackenzie is so bougie. But for me, like, I bleach my hair. I'm not a natural blonde. Mm-hmm. So I heavily bleach my hair. It gets frizzy. I straighten it, curl it, do whatever mm-hmm. to it. And then the humidity just destroys my hair. And Brazilian blowouts, whether you're doing that before summer and spring break or afterwards, like, mm-hmm. it just, it's just some extra love in your hair. Mm-hmm. They are anywhere from 200 to 300 dollars but it is so worth it and then I know that those last in your hair for quite a quite some Mm -hmm. time I think it's like 18 washes Mm -hmm. so yeah from what I remember they mentioned that they did do that um and then I saw that they also did like there was a girl getting hair tied extensions there oh fun and so that was really fun um I saw a girl and I, this is just coming from someone that also used to be a blonde. So they yeah. dyed a girl's hair blonde. And the blonde that they it came out to was gorgeous. Mm. and looked so natural and everything. Because I know sometimes people can be very picky about their blonde. Yeah, no, blonde, being so, a blonde is hard. Yeah. So I just wanted to encourage y'all on that as well. Because I definitely went on the darker side. Uh, and so having also been a blonde in my past days, I know that's kind of an important thing to... 
<laughs> yes. Uh, but, no, they were super sweet. They offered a lot. Like I said, the team effort was there. There were some girls that they had two girls blow drying her hair. Like, yeah. And they just were chit-chatting away, and they were all laughing. They, I just, I don't think I saw anybody in a bad mood. And they were also doing guys' hairs while I was there. So, okay. all the men out there. Yeah. yeah. Go out there. They're, super clips. Yes, yeah. They're located out in Fort Worth, so I encourage y'all to go follow them on Instagram. Like I said, it's Parlor 11. The L's is the 11, like the number 11. Got so. it. We will, all of the stuff we talked about, so all the tips from Hannah, who does the waxing, Jana, the esthetician with our skincare, and then Parlor 11. We will post some slides up for them so you guys can check out stuff on Insta, find their socials, and that mm-hmm. way if you guys have any questions or are interested in booking, you can do it that way and definitely just tell them, like, hey, I listen to Lady Bits and Giggles podcast, and they, yeah. they sent me. And I'm sure we can all get something worked out for y'all. Yes. Well, I think this this is it. This is it. This we're is the goodbye. Yes. Sorry we're posting a day late on yes. Hot Girl Summer. Jess and I had to work. So yeah. we're working gals. Yeah, so we have to we afford. Have yeah, we have to afford the hot girl stuff. Yeah. Because gosh, everything's so dang expensive. So but happy Tuesday. Next week on Monday, we will be posting on time. Yes, we will. We are also filming that right after this one, so we will have no excuses. (laughs) Uh, So, late night for us, just to get the content that you need and you want out there in time. Um, So, You're cute. Love you guys. My awkwardness is (laughs) All right, bye, y'all. Bye. (laughs) Get it out.